The Alt Fantasy Sports Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Due to unspecified complications of Cornhusker fever out there in Nebraska, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Joining me, as always, the Cornhusker himself, Justin Mark. Justin, how you doing? Don't blame me. I did a pod without you. Come on. <laughs> you did. You did. Justin stepped up, filled in the gap, and then we took a week off, and now we're back. Call me a uh, Cornhusker. Tell you what. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. You're a Bronco. You play out there on that Smurf turf. Um, yeah, I do like Boise State a lot. Ah, no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I meant Wazoo. <laughs> All right, that's enough out of the Patriots fan. Two can play this game <laughs> because you can actually see my fandom and allegiance behind me, unlike you, who just has bare stuff. No right one can there. tell what they are. Well, the reflection off the cellophane is terrible. There, those could be like a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Dang it, you caught me. I got my Mickey Mouse Funkos. You're a Disney there. adult. You're a Disney adult, I figured. I always had you pegged for one. A Disney adult who secretly loves, loves not spring football. Whatever the opposite of spring football is, I don't know. Spring croquet. Then again, I would probably get down on some croquet action. But we're here to talk about the USFL. Justin. Yeah. Good weekend of USFL football. Trumped by some... No, not trumped. The XFL playoff games, boring. Boring as hell. Well, not boring as hell, just non-competitive. Right, yeah. Two blowouts, not what you want for the playoffs, but it is what it is, I guess. So, yeah, um, we had some good USFL games. If you had told me at the beginning of the season that the Breakers would be the team that's undefeated, I would not have believed you, but here we are, 3-0. So I think we're seeing McLeod Bethel Thompson and AJ McCarron rewrite what a good spring football quarterback is, because how many times had we seen an NFL bounce back quarterback really underperform? Think um, Matt McGloin, think I can't even remember, but there's been a few of them in the early XFL and they all just regularly stunk. They were bad, but AJ McCarron and McLeod Bethel Thompson showing us that you can be a bounce back pro quarterback and be really good in spring football. Yeah, for sure. I didn't have much faith in McLeod just due to his age. And I thought it was interesting that he left the CFL to go to spring football, though. Now I found out that was more because his family lives in the state. So that makes sense. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I didn't have much faith in him being kind of the older guy, but he has uh shown that that kind of that veteran presence and been able to help this team a lot. Well, you know, I, I mean, he currently leads the USFL in 
passing yardage at 806 yards. You know, he's been a consistent producer, you know, 283 this last week. He's putting up numbers week after week. You got to believe in him at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Though it, I do think his job is being made a lot easier by the uh, West Hills coming out of nowhere. West, a dominant running game is certainly bailing them out a bunch. You know, let's yeah. just, you, you can't forget that. It's really helped him. Um, but, you know, he did lose Johnny Dixon, but Jonathan Adams is balling out. Not as good a day as some people thought. Um, unlike DraftKings, who initially, who took like two days to admit their error on the errant Jonathan Adams touchdown. Alt fantasy football fixed in under 24 hours. There's a reason we are your home for alt fantasy sports, ladies and gentlemen. We watched the games. We watched the tape. We said, hey. Jonathan Adams didn't score a touchdown. We need to yeah. fix this. And guess what? Fixed it. You think DraftKings cares about spring football? No. God, no. Not one bit. DraftKings doesn't care. Nobody cares. Um, you know, and, you know, the city of Birmingham getting their first taste of defeat, losing 45-31 to the Breakers. The Stallions, do they miss Jamar Smith? Yeah, I think so. And they miss having a running game. They've not been able to really run all year, and that's hurt them as well. But yeah, I think they do miss Jamar opening it up. Um, Magoo, nothing against Magoo. He's a good player. I just don't know if he can open it up as much as Jamar can. Well, but I don't know that it's Magoo's fault. And I think they're just going away from the running game without need because CJ Maribel only has 30 carries through three games. Bo Scarborough's yeah. been a non factor, and you haven't gotten CJ Maribel involved. This is a play calling issue, plain and simple. They need to get Maribel involved to set up the play action pass. And Magoo's been good. Magoo's got seven passing touchdowns through two and a half weeks, but it just comes down to can you become a balanced team? And the Breakers, guess what? They learned how to play offense in the offseason. You know, yeah. John D. Filippo elevated the coaching intelligence of this league, and that's been a huge step up for the breakers. Yeah, for sure. Um, as well as adding alt football veteran. Can you name the teams McLeod Bethel Thompson played for before the CFL? No, I can just name the CFL Toronto Argonauts, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, three stints okay. with the 49ers, two stints with the dolphins, two stints with the Vikings, one with the new England Patriots, but he also had a stint in the United Football League for the Sacramento Mountain Lions. <laughs> what a what an awesome name. Why couldn't uh, the XFL adapt some of those team names? The Mountain Lions? Do, Come on. We will do our ultimate spring football conglomerate episode later. But, you know, I mean, it's it's just, it's been great. It's a great time right now. It's a great time <laughs> to be alive for spring football. You know, we had sure. XFL playoffs. We had USFL week three. Nothing better. Agreed. Um, Stallions better figure it out soon, though, because they have as many losses as they had last year already. And it's only week three. So, yeah, but they got some time, as do all of us here, because we're shady this month. It's shady May. 
Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off your order of stylish Shady Rays, Justin missed the company-wide memo. We're working on getting him some shades and getting him shaded up for Shady May. You also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures or looking stylish indoors when you're podcasting. That's not all, though. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is bashed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you're Justin Mark hauling down a barn with your truck and your Shady Rays get crushed in the crossfire, Shady Rays will replace them. No questions asked. I don't think they'll replace Justin's barn he's hauling down with his truck, but they might. (laughs) If you lose or break them, just send, they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. The only risk is they look as stylish as you. You are I looking mean, quite styling. Go on to YouTube and check Adam out. He looks quite styling, uh, there in we my go. Justin, opinion. Justin with the second plug right there. Well done. <laughs> but yes, McLeod Bethel Thompson played for the Sacramento Mountain Lions of the United Football League, which was not a spring league, actually. I always forget. You always think they played in the spring, but they tried to capitalize on the NFL lockout. That's enough about the Breakers and the Stallions. On to the second game of the weekend. Houston Gamblers, Memphis Showboats. Justin, the Houston Gamblers won a game. They came back. They scored points in the second half. Are we sure Todd Hadley is still the coach of the (laughs) Memphis Showboats? What stood out to me is that um, as good as TJ Pledger had looked, they had missed Mark Thompson. And having Mark Thompson back made a, a nice difference. Though, Pledger still had some nice big runs there, and Kenji Bahar might be finally putting everything together. That or the showboats are just bad. One of those. Yeah, I mean, the showboats are bad. As you can tell, I mean, they've just been absolutely atrocious so far this year. They scored more points, or they had scored two points the week before. They scored 23 and 26 now, so they scored more points this week than they did their previous two weeks combined, which is pretty bad. Todd Haley falling apart in the fourth quarter. (laughs) It's because they started Cole Kelly. Finally put my guy in there. Um, Big Cole Kelly fan. Granted, he didn't win. He didn't look great, but, you know, I think he didn't look bad, though. Like, I will say, Cole Kelly didn't look bad. 300 yards passing, you know, has him in the top six right now for passing yards in the USFL. It's not a big number, but it's a decent number. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's funny watching him because he just, he's looks like a giant out there because he is six foot seven and the way he has to almost throw down to his receivers. It's really interesting. I'm, I think he's going to develop his game and, and towards the end of the season here, but um, 
obviously not getting the job done now as they're 0 and 3. Yeah, but Ryan McDaniel been an absolute stud right now for the showboats. McDaniel absolutely carving up secondaries all over the league. Big play monster, averaging 16 yards a catch, 144 yards on nine catches on the season. I know he was a hot ad early on in the season. Yeah, and I would say if somebody's been sleeping and he's not been added, go out and get him now. Meanwhile, Alex Collins just had been having a good start to the year, and then he ran eight times for negative two yards. Threw a touchdown, though, so that kind of helped a little bit. A little? Not not enough, though. It's a painful day. Like, he wasn't involved in the passing game like he had been. It's just, you got to (laughs) wonder. And it's bring your pet to work day here at the Alt Fantasy Sports Podcast. You got to wonder what's going on with the showboats and if they can actually get it together. I don't know that Todd Haley is the guy in Memphis to get things done. I agree. Um, we we saw him struggle when he was with Tampa there. They moved to Memphis, and it's kind of the same story. They're still struggling. He can't get a uh, coherent offensive line. He can't get a coherent offense in general. So yeah, he might not be the answer as far as a spring football head coach. And then meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, the Houston Gamblers, Coach Johnson got the boys humming, winning a game one and two now with an easier stretch of the schedule coming up. How are you feeling about the Gamblers? Well, shout out to uh, a guy with an excellent first name, Justin Hall. Six catches for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, He looked really good. He looked really good kind of, um, and, and he's looked good this year. Somebody that, I again, I didn't even really know the name that well, and then he just pops up as they tend to do in these spring leagues. So that's yeah. somebody that uh, if he's out there for whatever reason, uh, go get him. Justin Hall, the top non-tight end receiving option in the USFL right now. And one thing, but he is the top receiving option on the strength of four touchdowns. I mean, he has just been carving up defenses down there in Houston and Kenji Bahar seems to trust him 100% going to him time after time after time, which is interesting that guys like T.O. Redding and Anthony Ratliff Williams aren't getting involved like they were last year. And like you said, Mark Thompson came back in a big way today with a dominant fantasy performance with two touchdowns. Love to see Mark Thompson back in as do my USFL fantasy teams. Yeah, same. I I drafted him and he sat there doing nothing. So it's nice to have him back. Nice to have him back so that I can start getting some wins, which I did finally get my first win. So (laughs) congratulations. I'm like the gamblers. Got my first win in. We'll see how it goes from there. (laughs) I mean, Houston coming up over the next couple of weeks, you know, they have it's not a bad schedule. You know, they get to play the Philly Stars next week at Ford Field. Then they're at then they're at Birmingham, which could be a tough one. And then the generals. So they do have, you know, winnable, get very winnable game next weekend against Philadelphia before two tough ones following that up, you know, but then they're out of the meat of their schedule, but they do play in the South. So they got to close out with the breakers and the stallions. So it's tough sledding for the gamblers. It was always going to be tough, especially with the breakers and the stallions being in their division you got to feel for a team like Houston that's trying to establish itself as a potential option. For sure. 
I would have thought you'd had more comments there. Man, a few words. <laughs> Justin Mark. The stoic, it, the it's, just, it's just rough for Houston. I mean, they just watched the Roughnecks get their asses beat in the XFL playoffs, and now they have to hope the Gamblers can win enough games to surpass the Breakers and the Stallions. It's just, I don't you know see what it happening. Is. The spring football gods are frowning on the city of Houston for not showing up to the yeah. Houston Roughneck games when they were good. No kidding. And no one... John Trey Kirkland for MVP of the XFL, by the way. You heard it here first. John Trey Kirkland, <laughs> MVP. Clearly, no one missed a player more than Houston missed John Trey Kirkland. RIP. Yeah. I hope he has a long NFL career with the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> RIP. He didn't die. He just got injured. RIP to John Trey Kirkland's spring football career. Oh, okay. Fair enough. There we go. There we go. That's a little better. I would have thought you had something more there. Justin, you're too used to potting with Colby and the guys, so you just kind of get steamrolled over a little bit. That is true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Justin, it's okay. We believe in you because you're an underdog. You know that. You're always there. You're always in it. And we're brought to you by another underdog, Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, y'all. And Underdog Fantasy is giving away 15 million dollars in prizes plus plenty of ways to win with nba nhl and mlb with their player prop parlays head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code sgpn for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn also Justin, I know you're not in the South, so the excitement isn't there. But let me tell you, the South is a buzz because it's Derby Week, baby. The Kentucky Derby is up this weekend, and the notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for all your triple count bets. The notorious OTB is our horse racing podcast. Make sure you tune in, listen to the best named horse gambling racing podcast around. And he, Chase, and the crew will have you covered for all. Your triple crown brats. Leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and the Belmont on Saturday, June 10th, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas print of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time. So get your mint juleps ready, folks. It's Derby week. Get excited. Justin, who's your Derby team? Who's your Derby pick this weekend? Um, I will be 100% honest. I don't know any of the names, so I'm not disappointing. I'm going to pick who's on one call it clear favorite. <laughs> right, I'll trust you there. <laughs> I look forward to the comment telling me who's a McCall. It isn't actually a horse, <laughs> right? On to our third game between the who's a McCall and the Philly stars, the Pittsburgh Maulers who can't decide on a color scheme. Maulers stars, Maulers <laughs> take down the Philadelphia stars. Case Cookus, after a phenomenal opening weekend, has looked mortal. Yeah. Um, I will sum this up with how the stars looked. I got a text from somebody. We'll, we'll, we'll say uh, somebody who used to be a stars quarterback. I bet you can guess who. Um, that said, Bill, stars. Uh, I need, I need tea. Where's Murr? We need the tea time with <laughs> right. Murr right now. Justin treading on his wife's wife's area right now tea time with hold on let me get let me get it oh wait i do have, i do have a mug here here we go tea time with mark tea time with the marks 
Yes, uh, former quarterback for the Stars, Brian Scott, sent me a pretty simple text that just said "Stars equals poop emoji." So, um, and I can't disagree with them. They they look bad. I like your pinky out there. <laughs> We're fancy here at tea time with the marks. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, no, they look bad. Um, Anders has to figure out. He has no running game. Cookus is uh, making more mistakes, a lot more mistakes than it seems like he did last year. So um, they need to figure it out quick. Is it because he doesn't have the steadying influence of his mentor and Jedi master, Brian Scott? Of course. That 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 will always be my answer. So if Justin, you put Brian Scott on the team, he's better. What else do you and Brian Scott talk about? I got to know. Do you guys like talk <laughs> about other stuff? You know, what, what are you and your bestie talking about here? Just football. We keep it football. <laughs> what, how's he feeling about the Argos? He feeling like, where should I take Brian Scott in my CFL draft? Is he going to be the starter for the Argos this year? He's not told me, but I know if I asked him, he would say, of course. Um, yeah, he gets up there. This, this energy month. from Brian Scott. <laughs> That's right. Is he prepared for the amount of Tim Hortons he will have to consume as a CFL player? <laughs> I hope he is. Yeah. I need you to ask him this. All right, I will. <laughs> Tell him to send you some Timbits. You will not be disappointed, my friend. All right. Unlike the rest of us who drafted Case Cookus 101 overall, Case Cookus just middling numbers across the board right now for Cookus. It's, I mean, you hit it on the head. Brian Scott hit it on the head with some key analysis. Stars equal poop emoji. <laughs> yes. So what do the stars need to do to fix themselves right now, Justin? Well, I will tell you 18 rushes for 18 yards isn't going to help anybody. Um, so, but they also, their offensive line, they invested so much in the college draft. Now I know those players aren't officially on the team yet, but they invested so much in that offensive line. You'd think they could have picked up a free agent that could play now because Cookus just doesn't have much time. And you can see that in his average 6.6 .6 yards, a uh, completion just, um, or an attempt, sorry, just, it's not the same team. They don't have time to throw the ball. They don't, they can't open up running lanes. They need to fix the trenches. That's the main thing I think they need to do. Which is higher case Cookus is touchdowns on the season, interceptions on the season or average sacks per game. Ooh. Um, I know this is probably a trick question. Let's go sacks game. It is a trick question. They're all equal at four. <laughs> he's thrown Ouch. four touchdowns, four picks, and he's getting sacked four times a game. He's the only quarterback with double digit sacks taken. Ouch. Yeah, that's rough. Troy Especially for guy Pittsburgh has nine. Especially for a guy that still has screws in his ankle from having that broken ankle last year. So you don't want him that, taking that many hits. Is that part of the problem though? Is he, is his mobility limited? Because I can't imagine screws in the ankle, make it easy to move around. Can you? N no, I can't. Um, yeah, it's a good question. Cause I think that first game I thought, wow, he's moving pretty good, but you got to imagine hit after hit. Now he's starting to feel it. So I do think that's probably uh part of it. Um, the, this whole team is um, the only person that's impressed me really is Corey Coleman. He's the only one that's been somewhat consistent. Yeah. I mean, and they just haven't been able to get a running game going either. 
No, not at no, all. I mean, as you said, you know, Matt Colburn, three games, 22 attempts, 69 yards. Like, he's the high rusher for Philly right now. That is massively problematic. And in the receiving category, you know, Corey Coleman's been good. And Devin Gray, they've been getting yards, but they haven't been able to find the end zone. At the end of the day, they got to convert Yeah, when they get into the red zone. And that hasn't been happening. They've been getting bailed out by their kicker time and time again, you know, Luis Aguilar three of five on field goals. Offense needs to get it going. I don't know what Bart Andrus needs to do. He needs to get bug Howard healthy. That's my opinion. Bug Howard isn't hurt. Bug Howard didn't report was the rumor I saw. Really? I had not heard that. I saw bug Howard didn't report, which probably put a big dent in the stars receiving plans you know yeah my question is and this is actually a really good question xfl guys can sign nfl contracts next week correct or no yes next week two weeks may 15th they can start signing a may 15th if i'm an xfl guy who doesn't get an nfl offer right off the rip and my xfl contract doesn't contain a second year Am I trying to take a shot in the USFL? And if I'm the USFL, am I willing to give those guys a shot? I mean, why not? I mean, if Josh Gordon doesn't land on an NFL roster, does Josh Gordon go play for a USFL team? Probably not. (laughs) What does Blake Jackson do, though? Does Blake Jackson want to go back to the XFL or does he want to get paid in the USFL again? Make some more money, have another shot, stay in game shape and be ready. Or a guy who, like Jordan Vesey, of the dragons. You know, there are some definitely down talent receivers who could use a shot, you know, a Marcel Aitman who got back healthy late and is just was really starting to turn up the heat. I don't know what those contracts look like. I don't know how those players feel, but I do know the Philadelphia stars need to get it together. And the Pittsburgh Maulers won despite having Troy Williams throw for 96 yards. <laughs> yeah, the announcer said something about the Maulers have found their quarterback, and I thought, really? Did they? We because sure? he he almost ran for as many yards as he threw for. So I, I don't know if they found For those of y'all following along at home, he ran for 65, threw for 96. Yeah, it's close. So um, I don't know if they found their quarterback, but they won a game and their defense looks amazing. This looks like one of the best, if not the best defense in this league right now. Um, I've this, been very impressed with them. This Maulers team has some shades of Birmingham iron from the AAF, just an absolutely shut down defense. That's just hamstrung by an incompetent offense. <laughs> yeah. And sure. Luis Perez ain't coming through that door to bail you out. no probably not you know as you're looking at the maulers you're starting the running backs and you might throw a dart at bailey gaither but it's it's tough to figure it out because there's just not a lot of action happening yeah agreed they're not keeping the the ball on the offensive side long enough they don't have the time of possession to even make it seem worth it Damn cat. I do agree that uh, Bailey Gaither is probably the the wide receiver you're targeting. I mean, we saw last year he did have success on a bad team, um, but you're right. Five targets, 
four four catches, thirty yards, and a touchdown. Without that touchdown, you're looking at seven points in a PPR league. So I, I don't even know if it's worth it at that point. So on to our last game of the weekend: New Jersey Generals twenty eight, Michigan Panthers thirteen. USFL football returns to the Motor City. Justin, what were your initial initial thoughts? The thoughts um, with J Mark here. The T yeah. <laughs> with the marks on the my, USFL's return. My uh, initial thought was DeAndre Johnson finally showed up. This is what we've been waiting for. Now that Luis Prez is not there, we've been waiting for him to have a game where he just takes over, and he finally did. <laughs> You're cracking me up. Go to the YouTube again. I'll say it again. Adam will crack you up. He's hilarious. So please go to the YouTube. Check it out. Don't tell him to go to YouTube. My mother always said I had a face for radio. (laughs) DeAndre Johnson, though, definitely showing up in a big way this week. It was great to see Mike Riley finally put some trust in him. DeAndre Johnson is... I don't know if he's an NFL starter. He is an NFL backup, though. If Brett Hundley can get in games throwing the ball like he threw the ball, DeAndre Johnson can play in an NFL game the way he throws the ball. Give me DeAndre Johnson. If the Bills went out and signed DeAndre Johnson as the backup quarterback, I'm a happy man. You know why? I'm not going to lose many games because of him, and I might win a few. And that's that's personally always what I want in a backup quarterback is winning some games. And I can tell you right now, I'm loving him coming back with a vengeance. 180 yards through the air, two touchdowns to go with another 98 and a tutty on the ground. This was the DeAndre Johnson we knew and loved last year. 10 rushes a game to go with 20 passes. He was going to be right around 200 yards passing and 100 yards rushing every game. Throwback to Steve Young in the initial USFL. Yeah. Now, hang on. Are you saying you'd rather have DeAndre Johnson than Kyle Allen? Yes. God, yes. <laughs> 10 times out of 10. 10 times out of 10. 100 times out of 100. I don't need Kyle Allen. You know why? <laughs> Kyle Allen isn't going to win me a single game. Kyle Allen just isn't going to lose me any games. The Buffalo Bills are a Super Bowl contender. I need guys with upside, not floor. The way I play spring fantasy football, upside, upside, upside. You will never hear me advocate for a floor play. I will always go upside, 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 which is why DeAndre Johnson is and remains my QB one. Yeah, no, he he looked great. Finally, this is what, like you said, finally he put trust in him. Mike Riley put trust in him. That's what we saw happen. Um, we talked a little bit pre-show. It's interesting that Darius Victor isn't getting more carries. I mean, I know he had nine, but this is a guy that should probably have 15 to 20 a game because he runs so good. He runs hard. He's got a good yard per average. Um, Seven. It's 7.1 yards per carry. He's getting a first. He's averaging two two-thirds of a first down a carry. And he's just breaking big runs as well at long of 35 today. And he's getting it done through the air. Did you see that 51 yard reception? Darius Victor is what is this? Two, three years, three seasons into his spring football career, 2020 XFL. And that man has only gotten better and seems to run more and more viciously the longer he goes along. 
he does. He it's he's fun to watch. He's an old school running back who will make contact. You don't see him making a lot of fifty one yard receptions. So it was nice to see. No, but that you to do show because he just he runs through the small. He gets out True. on the edge and he's just through the DBs. He's not tall, but he is solid and he is just plowing through guys. He's always been a hard hitter. He's always been a guy who breaks tackles. It's great. It's just chef's kiss. There's a reason he was the most irreplaceable USFL fantasy player next year, last year. Yeah, and he's definitely a guy that I would not want to try to tackle at all. There's a lot of football players I wouldn't want to try to tackle, but he's he might be top of the list. He's a bowling ball of knives. As I said many, many years ago, <laughs> he remains a bowling ball of knives. Yeah, for sure. And on the Michigan side of things, Michigan is up to its old ways again. Not sure who their quarterback is, whether it's going to be Josh Love or Carson Strong. This is not a good approach for the Michigan Panthers. How did Josh Love look so good in week one? And now he looks like Josh Love. I, I don't understand. How how was he so prepared in week one? And now he struggles throwing 50%, only 101 yards, a 3.3 average per attempt. Um, and Carson Strong's not looking much better. So I, I just don't understand how that happens. I think some of it probably has to do with they're struggling. To, they don't have a receiver to necessarily stretch the field. I think that's what's really hurting the Panthers here is – they don't have a field stretcher, you know, so they're relying on Trey Quinn to just kind of pick apart the defense underneath, you know, long of 28 yards isn't getting it done. You need a guy who can catch a 40, 50 yard pass and they just don't have that. They're so dependent on the quick stuff. True, true. Very true. Yeah, I would like to see um, Ishmael Hyman. He had not a lot of plays last year, but he had a couple big plays. I'd like to see him get more involved. He had three targets, but couldn't bring any of them in. Um, but yeah, they're they're kind of struggling to find that identity, especially for the receiver that's going to really step up for them. Yeah, you know, and that's just that's what it's going to be. You see a lot of these teams that you start that you're seeing the start of something, but they're missing one key piece. And for Michigan, that's a field stretching receiver. They don't have a true number one receiver, right? Or a true outside receiver, I should say. Trey Quinn might be a spring football number one, but he's not an outside receiver. He's an inside over the middle receiver. And this is a fun segment. Justin, what is every team missing right now? What's the missing piece from each of these spring football teams? We did the Panthers. What about the Generals? Oh, the generals. Um, just a, I think they're missing a game plan that feeds Darius Victor over and over and over, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, they they are a very solid team up and down the board, it feels like, but they just need to utilize their players a little bit better. I, I'd agree with that. Some a, a, a better game plan from Mike Riley. You know, yeah. I will never besmirch Mike Riley as a coach. Mike Riley, the game planner, needs some support. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Pittsburgh Maulers. They need a quarterback. I know the announcers thought they found a quarterback, but let's be real. They need a quarterback. Who's the quarterback you want to see them go get? You know spring football. You know that. Who should they go get? Hmm. I mean, Brian Scott, but he's an Argo, so. <laughs> um. Well, so they drafted a guy who I 
correct me if I'm wrong here, but they drafted the kid from Incarnate Word, did they not? Um, it, that's who I want to see them get. I want. I don't think he's going to make it in the NFL, and I think he would really benefit from being in a uh, a spring league and building more game tape at a professional level. Are you muted? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lindsey Scott is a guy yes. who, you know, he's got some workouts right now. You know, he's been working out a little bit, but he hasn't, he hasn't signed anywhere as a UDFA. If he doesn't sign as a UDFA, I think it would be really good for him to go to the Maulers. If he doesn't sign Agreed. a deal in the next week or two, he needs to call the Maulers and he needs to say, I'm ready to sign that deal and I'm ready to play and show what I can do. And I think they should sit him for a game or two to let him get back in the swing of things and get the playbook in hand. But then I would roll with him for the last five games of the year. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I love the Lindsey Scott angle. You know, I also think back to actually, no, it's Lindsey Scott. It's Lindsey Scott up and down. They clearly want a quarterback who can run and he's that guy. I can't think of another super hyper mobile spring quarterback that we've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Philadelphia stars. They need an offensive line. They need it bad. <laughs> they, I mean, they need some of those rookie picks to come back. Yeah. If they don't sign, you know, that's, that's what it is. It's interesting with these teams. This is the interesting part for the USFL is do any of these players who signed, who were drafted come and sign with the USFL now that the NFL draft has passed. Yeah, for sure. I, and I feel like their first four or five selections were left or right tackles. So mm -hmm. if they could at least get one, they or two identified of them, the need. Yeah. No one might've told Bart Andrews. It's not guaranteed you get these guys, <laughs> but yeah, he's still looking for him. Why didn't this guy show up again? <laughs> and why didn't bug Howard show up? <laughs> right. <laughs> New Orleans breakers. What are they missing? That's another one. That's tough because they've been very solid so far. Um, I think they could use some better cornerbacks. They've done all right, but I want to see them, you know, hold opposing teams to less points. I mean, 77 points against isn't terrible. Like, no. it's not what they were doing last year, and they found True. an offense. Unlike last year, this team is good offensively. McLeod Bethel-Thompson is going to surpass everything Kyle Sloter did last year. Yeah, but they let the Gamblers put up 31 points. You can't let a team like the Gamblers put up 31 points. They won. No, they let the Stallions put up 31 points. Yeah, but last week, the Gamblers. Oh, they did. 31. Yeah, they, won. they scored 38. <laughs> I, I know, but. I but mean, yeah. Filippo clearly said, you know, forget the defense. We offense, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Uh, Birmingham Stallions. They need a running back. Or just to keep feeding the running backs more and don't abandon that run game. One of those. Because I feel like they have talented running backs. They're just not using them enough. Uh, then continuing on, Houston Gamblers. I'm not sure I'm sold on Kenji Bahar as their, their quarterback that's going to w help them get into the playoffs. So I'm still going to go quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go, they need to find some defense. They've given up the second most points a game. Yeah. 93 points. They've scored 74. As you alluded to, the offense isn't the problem right now. 
it's defense. Houston needs to get some defense together or they need to get another piece on offense, which I think actually, I honestly wonder if they don't have that piece and they're underutilizing him. Brandon Barnes is a d- dynamic tight end, yeah. a good pass catcher. We saw it with the Wildcats of 2020 in the XFL. I don't know why he's not more involved. Good point. Yeah, they correct me if I'm wrong. They had a pretty solid defense last year, didn't they? They just couldn't yeah. get it done on offense. Yeah. But they lost some guys like Donald Payne. Um, I'm blanking on they lost a oh, Will Likely. They mm-hmm. lost some guys like that that they, they kind of need to replace them. But yeah, um, yeah, they Brandon Barnes, it is interesting to see that you know, one target, you know, one target, one catch. Why are they not thrown to him, especially when they get closer to the red zone? Yeah. Um, Memphis showboats. Uh, they need a running back. Well, no, I like Alex Collins. He just didn't do well. So, uh, my cat is not happy. Um, gosh, I don't know. Let's see. Give me a better receiver. I want to see Josh Gordon for the showboats (laughs) or Blake Jackson. It's. A defense for me. Defense for you. 99 points against so far this season. Additionally, shockingly, do you know which team has the fewest points in the USFL so far? Which one? The Stars? Nope. Oh. It's the Maulers with 39. The Stars are second worst with 50, followed by the Showboats with 51. And do you know who's fourth? Gamblers, the New no, Jersey been... Generals with fifty. Okay, I say actually the Gamblers. The North points. hates scoring. <laughs> the top three scoring USFL teams currently reside in the South: Breakers one, Stallions two, Gamblers three. Then the Panthers at four. The North needs to get its offense together, and the Showboats need to get their stuff together on defense. And I'm sure playing the Stallions and the Breakers early on hasn't helped anything. Yeah, but they true. also got to close out. You got to play the schedule in front of you, and if you're the Memphis Showboats, you got to figure it out defensively. And Todd Haley needs to figure it out offensively. Otherwise, he might be the first coach we ever get confirmation was fired in spring football. Maybe that's what they really need—a better coach. <laughs> that's possible. I mean, his—he looked disoriented last year and disjointed. Also, I take back all of my previous Jordan Tawamu slander from last year and early this year in the XFL, seeing how well Jordan Tamu played in D.C. and how poorly the quarterbacks are playing right now in Memphis. That was 10,000% a scheme issue for Jordan Tawamu. Yes, I have uh, eaten my words as well on that, uh, on the XFL Gambling Podcast, when I have trashed him over and over towards the beginning of the season. So We're big enough people to admit when we are wrong. Yes, sir. Justin. I got a question for you. Have you drafted your AUDL fantasy team yet? No. <laughs> Why haven't you? Um, I'm not even invited to a league. You got a league for me to join? Oh yeah, I got a league for you to join. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we'll make sure it's going to be it's probably going to be a total points league because we're going to be running a contest with the AUDL for that. So that's going to be great. You're going to Justin, we're going to win this thing and we're going to get our free prize from the AUDL. There's rumors out there about what it might be, but I don't want to say anything until it's confirmed. Justin, Ultimate Frisbee. Have you ever watched an Ultimate Frisbee game? 
Justin's Iowa internet has failed him again. Notice we started talking about Frisbee and he got a little scared and ran away. I'm going to I'm going to pull him out of the stream folks. Ultimate Frisbee season is here on Alt Fantasy Sports. I know it's weird, but that's what Alt Fantasy Sports is for. You can draft your AUDL Fantasy League. Now, we're going to we're hoping to have DFS up this weekend and it's going to be a fun time. It's a full 24 team league. You can get access to every AUDL game on AUDL.tv for $90 for the season. You can watch as much AUDL as you want for $90. So that's from now through August. It's fun. It's a good time, y'all. I got to admit, I had the games on last weekend. I enjoyed it. You're seeing the high-flying acrobatics. I always just, everyone's like, why would you watch Ultimate Frisbee? And I say, because it takes the best parts of soccer and puts it with the best parts of football. You get the athletic layouts, the diving catches, the big throws, and it's fantastic. But it's great. And then, but you also get the mind bending physics of the Frisbee throws. I mean, you ever just seen somebody huck it 70 yards through the air, just perfect on the money and watching the guy run it down. There's nothing better folks sign up for your AUDL fantasy league today. Get excited. There's been a lot of great stuff happening over there. You know, we're excited to be partnering with the AUDL this year. It's a good time. You know, it's really hard to be disappointed about that. I wish Justin was here to talk about this because I could talk to Justin about really cool stuff. But one thing I can tell you is you can, is right now the leading alt AUDL fantasy performers right now on alt fantasy sports. If you choose to draft this week, Matt hacked dropping a 48, almost a 50 burger, Matt hacked, give it up for my boy. It's positionless folks. Just remember it's positionless start. However many players you want. There's 24 teams. There's plenty of action to be had. Chris long, 36.7 points. Chris Long, getting them points, hucking that disc, making them points, making it rain yards. Sean Connell, great weekend for Sean Connell, 36. For him, Brett Hulsmeyer, Noah Selleck, Luke Jorgensen, Khalif El-Salam, Max Shepard, Keenan Lawrence, and Zeppelin Ronick. Rounding out your top 10. Zeppelin. This dude's name is Zeppelin. Zeppelin. 101 on my draft guide, purely on name. You heard it here. You wanted Adams, AUDL fantasy picks. It's Zeppelin. The dude's name is Zeppelin. I hope I hope his middle name is Led. Folks, Justin lives in Iowa and the wind knocked out their power. I'm Adam Pelletier. Thank you for joining the Alt Fantasy Sports Podcast, and we will see you next time. Nova Productions.